The All Elite Wrestling Draft is back, and we got four big names that were once in WWE on the big board today. And we're going to talk about it next on the Squared Circle Cycle Battle. My name is Michael Valenti. Joining me is Ralph Valenti. Ralph, let's get things going here and start with the man who had a big match at NXT TakeOver 36. His contract ends this week. It's Adam Cole, baby. Is he going to be in WWE still once that contract runs out? Does he renew it on the main roster? Or is he going to All Elite Wrestling? Well, in the words of Eric Bischoff, was it Eric Bischoff? It might have been Jim Ross. Jim Ross, I believe. Maybe both. Cash and creative. Two of the most important things when it comes to professional wrestling when enticing new or former talent to go to said promotion. WWE can certainly offer the cash. The problem is going to be, are they going to offer him the creative freedom to do what he wants to do and to you know reach the, the pinnacle of pro wrestling? Now, do I think that Adam Cole can go and main event a WrestleMania? Yes, I do. Am I confident in the fact that WWE would allow him to do such a thing given their track record with former NXT guys or guys that have brought up, been brought up? I would say not. And I think the problem is going to be Adam Cole looking at AEW, looking at one, his girlfriend being in AEW, two, the momentum that they have, because certainly they have quite a bit of momentum. And three, just the fact that, you know, we've already seen so many guys go from NXT to the main roster just to see them either be released or kind of put on the back burner. The success uh, that I think most people would want to see happen from their feeder system hasn't happened. That being said, I think Adam Cole is going to unfortunately be leaving the WWE. I think that he will go to AEW. I think that the WWE has kind of set the tone that, you know, you have to be a certain size or stature to really make it here. And I think there's just too many things going in the favor of for, for AEW that are going to entice him to go there. So I think, I think Adam Cole is going to AEW for sure. I mean... I think it's his lifelong dream to be in WWE and he's always been a pro WWE guy. And the fact that he extended his NXT contract throughout the summer, you know, speaks volumes a little bit on Adam Cole. His contract was up and he could have just walked away from the Kyle O'Reilly storyline and just gone right to AEW. But the fact that he continued the, he continued the contract and let the Kyle O'Reilly story play out on NXT, you know, at least shows that, there might be a chance with WWE. The fact that, you know, he's teasing on Instagram a potential feud with Shinsuke Nakamura. Now we're recording this on Thursday. SmackDown happens on Friday. For all we know, you know, Adam Cole shows up on SmackDown and challenges Shinsuke Nakamura for that Intercontinental Championship. And there you go. We're, you know, he's staying in WWE. But, you know, there's also the appearance of him with Mattel, he's doing something with uh, Johnny Gargano and an appearance, you know, launching new toys. If he's doing that, why would they have him do that and then have his contract run out? That makes no sense to me. There's a lot of well, teases. There's a lot of teases, you know, by the Young Bucks, by Britt Baker, by Adam Cole himself, that he is going to All Elite Wrestling. But until I see it happen, I think he's staying in WWE. Yeah, well, I, I mean, look, I, I, 
I, I'm a fan of both promotions. I I, I, I I was a really big fan of NXT, and he was a big reason why I was a fan of NXT. And I think he's got a, probably to this point, it's definitely the biggest decision that he's going to make in his career because one, if he goes to all the wrestling, I have no doubt they were certainly going to treat him like he's a main event caliber guy and put him in some storylines that will at least make him feel special. With WWE, time and time again, you've seen guys who have had the talent or at least people have thought they've had the talent and they just don't know what to do with them or they doesn't fit the WWE mold. And, you know, we can go back and forth on whether that's justified or not because sometimes I think WWE rightfully lets guys walk or doesn't extend their contracts or whatever the, whatever the case may be. But um, I just don't... I don't I don't know what they can offer him other than than a boatload of money that would entice him not to leave. Yeah, it's definitely true. He definitely would have more creative freedom. He'd probably be placed higher on the card unless, you know, someone's telling Vince, like, this is your next Shawn Michaels. Guy who's a little undersized, but, you know, unbelievable wrestler, never going to have a bad match, unbelievable promo, you know, could work babyface and heel, you know, and... If someone's talking to Vince that way, telling him, you know, this is your next Shawn Michaels or, you know, your next Roddy Piper, which I heard Jim Cornette say, that's how Vince should be pitched to uh, about Adam Cole is that Roddy Piper, where he was a manager, player, coach kind of role in those early 80s before he became the main event that we all know and love. So maybe Vince hears that and uses him a little bit better than we're expecting him if he stays in WWE. But, you know... There's guys that you know were main eventers, main event ca- characters, and main event wrestlers that for some reason were just misused and eventually released. And one of those is Bray Wyatt. Now, I think a lot of people were saying definitely AEW, definitely AEW is definitely going there. But earlier this week, we get a report from, I believe it was Dave Meltzer, saying that Impact Wrestling is now trying to get Bray Wyatt. Where do you think he fits better, Impact or AEW? I think it depends on two things. Uh, I think it depends on, well, really, uh, what character is he going to be? You know, if he's going to try to pursue the Fiend kind of thing, then I think that maybe that would fit better in Impact Wrestling because we saw something similar with Matt Hardy, and I know he worked with Matt Hardy on Raw. Um but if he plans to go that route where he's going to be the fiend or something like the fiend, then I think that impact is better because it's a, the fan base is smaller. They're probably going to buy into it and he can ha- probably have a lot of success. And I think that sometimes when you try to do that um, on a much larger scale, you get some people who are open to it and accepting of it. And then you get people who automatically reject it. And I think we mm-hmm. saw that with Matt Hardy, right? It worked yeah. in impact. He came to raw. Some people were into it. Some people are like, this is weird. They tried to do it again in AEW. Who knows if it would have worked or could have worked because that was like right at the beginning of the pandemic. But um, yeah, I, I think that he's going to go to Impact. Well, I mean, here's the thing. You talk about did it work in a larger scale? We know the Fiend character worked in WWE because, yes, you know, he was a two-time Universal Champion with that character. He main evented pay-per-views with that character. He had high profile matches at WrestleMania with that character and he sold a shit ton of merch with that character. So I, I don't see why it wouldn't work in AEW. The only thing that, you know, AEW hasn't really had a sample size yet of those 
character-based wrestlers. Yes, they had, you know, Matt Hardy, but like you said, it was early on in the pandemic and they had to change gears because it's hard to really gauge if the broken gimmick works with no fans. They definitely need fan participation with something like that. Yeah. But you have characters like Abaddon that they've showcased on AEW before. She hasn't been on at least Dynamite in a long time. So who knows if that was because they saw in the ratings that she wasn't clicking or what. But I I, honestly, AEW's fan base are diehard wrestling fans that go on Twitter and talk about how great wrestlers are. Bray Wyatt being one of them and character wise. And, you know, they sign Aleister Black, call him Malachi Black. Kind of a similar thing. And I know a lot of people, you know, what if he goes back to the cult leader gimmick? People want to tie him to lead the Dark Order. I don't know if that's the right route to go, but if he goes back to that, that like backwoods cult leader from the, the Everglades, that could work too in AEW. Yeah, and that's why that's why I was saying, like, I think it depends on what route he decides to go. And granted, he could be the fiend and it can work in AEW. I just I I don't know. I mean, we were given kind of such a small sample set of that. He came out, he won the Universal Championship, then he lost to Goldberg, and you know, everybody knows the story from there. So, you know, if he decides to go and be Bray Wyatt or whatever he decides to call himself um and be the cult leader. That can also work too, especially given his relationship with uh, with Brody Lee prior to his uh, his passing there. So if he decides to be the new leader of the the Dark Order, that that's something that may happen too. Right. I think he's going to go to Impact. Right now, you bring up you know the Wyatt family and his tie-in to Brody Lee, and another guy that is a free agent due to releases is Braun Strowman. And I have said tons of times, I know we disagree on this, but. This is a guy I felt that if they pulled the trigger on him and had him beat Brock Lesnar, this was the megastar that the professional wrestling industry needed. They did not pull that trigger. And I think anybody, I I think I want to coin the term Stromanize. When there's a baby face that is so over, but yet a promotion doesn't quite pull the trigger on them before until it's too late, they're Stromanized. We might be seeing that soon with guys in AEW. I hope that's not the case. But Braun Strowman, I think, still has a lot of value. I understand he said some things about the indie guys not working and trying to beg for money last year. Didn't go over well with a lot of fans. Probably didn't go over well with some indie wrestlers that may not be in AEW. But if Tony Khan feels like his value is worth more than that, I I think he signs them and goes for it. Let's assume they sign him. Yep. Go ahead. AEW does not have the best track record when it comes to big guys. I agree. 100%. They don't. They really don't. Um, now, can Strowman... Co- the only way I see this happening, Strowman's got to come in with somebody else. He needs a manager. That guy, keep him off the mic. It's just... He's not good. You know, there's some people that are naturals. Yes, he's gotten better, uh, more confident, but he just... There's been times in WWE where literally he was extremely over because of the positions he's been put in and not because of the, the promos he was cutting. But but then um, again, Mero wasn't exactly a great promo. They put him in a position where these backstage promos that he's doing are really, really good. And sure. his character as the Redeemer is better than anything that they had in WWE. So you could do something with Braun where, you know, maybe he's doing a lot of backstage promos that kind of hide the fact that 
on a live mic, he's just not as good as most guys on promos. Well, what I was going to say is, look, if he's going to go to AEW and they didn't tend to sign Bray Wyatt, then they can bring them in together. Because again, there's a connection there. Um, he can be the muscle for the Dark Order. Um, you know, and then he wouldn't have to worry about talking. He'd just be the muscle, the big guy. I mean, again, he wouldn't even necessarily have to wrestle all that much. But um, I think at the end of the day, Braun is kind of a, a, a man of his word. Uh, I don't see him coming back unless it's for the WWE. I don't see him wrestling. I don't think he'd, I don't see anywhere he'd really fit in, you know, because WWE is so dead set on the bigger guy and no, they, they let him go. I think that because of the comments he said, and I see it on Twitter and granted, that's not everybody. I, I don't know if the fans are really clamoring for him in AEW. So, um, you know, th they don't have an endless amount of money that they can pay people he would not wrestle cheap, I, I don't imagine, because he's probably has a high asking price. Granted, he was in the WWE. Um, I don't know if it's worth it for AEW to sign him. You know, uh, I, so I'm going to say he stays retired. I, I agree to a lot of what you're saying. You know, the asking price is going to be high. I really don't see him anywhere outside of WWE. But what if he you're tries Japan? Hollywood? You know, what if he goes the route of like a Batista and becomes like an action film villain at first, but then becomes somewhat of a big name in Hollywood. And then yeah. you bring him back to WWE for a couple WrestleManias and draw a few, few million that way. You know, that might be what ends up happening with Braun Strowman. The other thing I also think could happen. We already saw it with Selena Vega. We saw it with Samoa Joe. Maybe they restructure his deal and he gets paid less and he shows up as a surprise entrant in the Royal Rumble. All those things are possible. I think Hollywood might be a good choice for him too. I mean, look at the size of the guy. Um, you know, and there's been other wrestlers that aren't even, you know, that weren't even over to the level that he was that have gone and done Hollywood. I think Vladimir Kozlov was one of them too, who, you know, he he was a guy that was never really a, a, a champion. They tried to push him for a little bit. And now I know he's like, a, he was in like the Expendables, I think, and a couple other movies. But anyway, he's he's making a good living off working in Hollywood. So. Strowman, granted his size, he can certainly do it, I think. Um, yeah, I, uh, wrestling-wise, WWE are bust, I think. Right, and I'm pretty sure I also heard, like, his asking price for independent shows is, like, ridiculously high. And I remember, like, RVD and the Icons, you know, documentary said the same thing. Like, he shot his, uh, his asking price really, really high for whenever it happens. Like, he does it. It's a good price, but he knows his value, and I think Braun knows his value. If yeah. no one wants to pay it, I think he's living comfortably in his farm in Wisconsin. He doesn't need to be in wrestling. Let's put it that way. But no. someone that has been away from wrestling for a very long time. No, I'm not talking about CM Punk, but someone tied to CM Punk, his wife, AJ Lee has now started to get her name circulated into things. Britt Baker said that she wants AJ Lee in AEW. We saw CM Punk come back and that was the, you know, it's never going to happen. And it happened. So is AJ Lee going to follow her husband into AEW or does she stay retired? Well, I'll put it to you this way. If, and that's a big, if she decides to come out of retirement and actually work a match in any sort, I think it would be, be in AEW for obvious reasons. Um, 
Now, you already pointed this out. Does she stay retired? I think that certainly she she is living comfortably, just like you mentioned with Bray. Um, I'm sorry, with uh, Braun Strowman there. I I don't CM see CM Punk. Any... You mean? <laughs> no, you were. Just, I, I'm sorry. So yeah, CM Punk. But I think that there's not really a need for her to come back unless it's like a one off. Like if they wanted to do something with Britt Baker and her at an all out or something like that. One big payday, sure, but on a regular basis, I don't think so. What if she makes a surprise appearance at the uh, NWA Empower show on Fight? You know, all those women going to be there. Maybe she shows up and is like, hey, I'm going to challenge Deanna Perrazzo for that knockouts championship at Impact. Or, you know, why not challenge Mickey James in a big match in NWA or something? But I agree with you, though. I think the one-off big match big money match is a total possibility maybe at full gear if you know Britt Baker runs through the rest of the women's division still holds on to the title to full gear why not why not do a one off you know right. i know wwe's really known for those one off matches and promotions but i think that is a lot of money to be made and i don't think a lot of people would be as pissed off about it as they are sometimes with wwe if aj lee showed up for one match against Britt Baker no, I wouldn't think so, especially given the fact that CM Punk just came back. So I don't I don't think there'd be any any blowback or pushback on that. So you're saying if anything happens, it's going to be a one off in AEW. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with you there. So that's going to do it for another episode of the Squared Circle Psycho Babble. Make sure you support us all over social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter at SCPB Podcast. And if you're listening on iTunes, make sure you give us a five-star review, and we'll see you on the next episode of the Squared Circle Psychobabble.